Here we go with the John Curley Sherry Elliker Show. And you coming along with the ride. Much appreciated. Write to us at MyNorthwest.com. Come on in. Check us out on the Instagram page, John and Sherry Show. Sherry, by the way, is spelled S-H-A-R-I. Oh, John and Sherry Show. Not really lady in a house coat with a cigarette hanging out of your mouth. It's just letting everybody know. It is the Instagram page where fun stuff goes up all the time. Oh, John that's and a tease. Sh- okay, it's not a tease. <laughs> she wants what? to be teased, Sherry. I, I well, she she wants to be heard Ding a lot. Dong. That's right. Write to us, Michael Shu Casino Resort. Text line one triple eight nine seven three five four seven six. What's that buzz? I got some yeah, your your buzz dance gets a, a a little bit more violent or like it's moving a lot more as the day yes, goes on. That. Yeah, because I've had way too much coffee. Well, that ticker tape in the background lets you know that this is news that you need to know about. And if uh, you have a dog, well, look out, everybody, because the Dems in Olympia have got a... They're going to save somebody some money because they've come up with this idea that they're going to reduce the amount that you can be charged if you're bringing a pet into an apartment. Uh, this is, oh, Joe has written, Joe, you're not allowed to put your own little sort of personal spin on stuff. But it Joe says Mama. here, in the dumbest move yet, that's bias. I'm sorry. We are a news organization. Right. We're not allowed to. No one's allowed to know how we feel about any of this sort of stuff. Right? You're right. Just news. Yeah. Straight news. Excellent. That's good news to me. All right, then. And here's the way it works, Sherry. If you've got a dog, the Democrats in Olympia want to do what? They want to cap a dog uh, deposit or a pet rent, as they call it. Oh, you're an expert in dog deposits, aren't you? (laughs) I certainly am. (laughs) And it's it's a solid choice. Um, They want to cap those at one hundred and fifty dollars. Now, that is not enough. If somebody knows and they're irresponsible with their pet and they know that the Uh pet doesn't you're not going to have to do anything. You're not going to have to replace the carpet. You're not going to have to do anything above and beyond $150. They could potentially let the dog do as much damage as possible to the place. But they think that it's it's a hard it's they don't want to separate um pets from their families they're saying that a lot of people can't afford more than that so they have to drop the pets off at the shelter and they want to keep them together but these figures don't make a whole lot of sense they got the, he got yeah. the figures the guy that's that's the um the uh, author of the sb 6064 uh-huh. he said uh, he got this from national data so that's sort of a compilation of all different demographics all different types of 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 places you know what it costs in wyoming is not what it's going to cost in seattle so that's mm-hmm. how he came up with the figure which is a little bit flawed but um i think i think we charge in our um house to when we rent it i think you have to pay a whole month's rent security deposit if you have a pet Ooh. they there is a law that got passed. Inslee uh, signed it. I think it's a percentage. They're not allowed to charge above for security deposit. I forget what it is. I think it can't be any more than like 25% of the rent. 
Um, in this case, if you try to bring a pet in, they're going to try to pass this, that you can't charge more than $150 for a dog um, or cat. They, this will just cause people, landlords will just be less likely to want to rent to tenants with pets. That will hurt the landlord because a lot of people do have pets, but they just want to get protected on this thing. So what the what the landlord will end up doing is not charge the additional in the pet fee. They'll just move that money over to the security deposit, and they'll charge more in the security deposits, um, and they'll just build the cost in there. So yeah, charge one fifty for the pet, but your cost for security deposit will be they'll just move it over. Let's say they wanted to charge four hundred for the pet. They'll just slide that extra 300 and some bucks, 400 bucks over to your general security deposit. They'll just move the money around on the thing. But it's whoever came up with this bill, it's one more way. You know, it's just not fair to people that have pets. So let's reduce the amount of money that the landlord can get to protect their property. So when your dog comes in and messes up the carpet or does other things like that, they won't be able to recoup it because they're just trying to make it easier for the tenant to be able to keep the dog in the apartment the other thing you probably have to have you can't say that it is a um a service dog you're going to need some sort of proof that it actually is a service dog and you can't say well i have the dog for psychological purposes it's support uh for my emotional support animal you also i don't know if they included this in there you i know in other states they have it that you actually have to show that this is a legitimate dog that provides a service for you because in some states if it is a service animal, you can't charge for the pet security. Hmm. Hmm. How about that hmm. one, huh? Okay. Mm-hmm. All right. Can't just put the, you know, the weird thing about it, you see people at the airport with those dogs and you can, you know, I was sitting there watching this person with the dog. The dog's jumping all over the place. So I go on Amazon just to see what the little vest looks like. And you can buy those fake vests with all the little badges on it. And you know the person's lying. You know they're fooling everybody because they don't want to put the dog. I get this. It's horrible. You put the dog down below in that crate and he's traveling around. You can hear him barking down there. He's having a tough time, especially if it's a long trip. So people fake it. They put the vest on the dog and then everyone knows as the dog's jumping all over everybody. That's not a service animal. But no one calls the person out on it. You're just like, well, good for you. You think you're fooling anybody. You're not. Right? You see those people with those fake service animal vests, right? Yeah, I saw a guy the other day. I don't remember. I was in a department store that doesn't allow dogs. I mean, Trevor takes Stella to Home Depot and places like that and and they don't care. But it's... It was a I, what store was it? It was it was a clothing store, and a guy had a dog. Chico's. You, you look like a gal with shopping Chico's a lot. <laughs> I, you I, go to Chico's. I, no, I I do not shop at at Chico's. Thank you for asking. I don't. Um, but anyway, the dog was Lane Bryant. <laughs> okay, no dress barn. No. Never mind. Never mind. No, 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 go. No, no you no. go. You, you're in the middle of a fascinating story. You're in. I know. All right. Stop. You're in, no, 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 no. you were in Driss Barn. Zip. I don't go to Driss Barn. You can't zip. This. this is a talk radio show. There's no zipping. Well, okay, but. Okay, go ahead. The guy had the dog, and clearly the dog wasn't supposed to be in the store, and the reason was that he had the service thing on. Right. Happy now? That was it. I'm in the middle of a dried mango. Or yeah. there's more to the story. No, there's no more to the story. I'm backing up what you said about people being in the airport with these things. They're also in stores. Okay, I see your psychotic fingers. 
How sorry, much coffee you, have psych- you had? Psychopathic fingers, <laughs> I should say. This is another dumb law. It'll probably get passed because, oh, we're going to help everybody. No, the landlord is you're always screwing the landlord anyway. You can screw the landlord. You know, if I were there as, a, as, a, as you know, working there in Olympia as a representative or in the Senate, and I would question those things. So they bring them up then for, for uh, questions. Here's one I would ask. Of every dollar collected in rent, how much does the landlord get to keep? So a dollar goes to the landlord from the tenant. This is the question I would ask. Who's this person came up with this one? Do we know? Yep. <clears throat> I will see. tell you. Who is this? And my question. Okay, so this is uh, Senate Bill 6064. 64, right? Yeah. Drew yep. Hansen oh, oh, from Bainbridge yep. Island. I'd say, hey, Drew. Or uh, what is he? Oh, he's Senator. Senator Hansen. Of a dollar paid to the landlord, what percentage goes in the landlord's pocket as profit, net profit, gross profit, net profit? You understand, Senator, the difference between the two. So of the dollar that the tenant gives, what does the landlord get to keep? And until you can tell me that, I don't want to hear any of these bills. I don't want to hear about what you're going to do for the tenant to protect the tenant and the and the the uh, pet, or what you're going to do when it comes to security deposit, or what you're going to do when it comes to eviction moratoriums, or making the landlord pay to make the to allow the person to move, and how you're going to protect the tenant. I want to know, Senator, of the dollar that the landlord gets, how much does that person get to keep? And until you know the answer, zip it. Like Sherry (laughs) tried to zip it earlier. Because if you know the answer to that, then we can start to talk about the landlord and the tenant relationship. But if you don't know that number, if you think it's 80%, that he's getting 80 cents for every dollar, and all these landlords are just super rich people taking advantage of all these super poor people, so you know the answer, and you really know the real number on it, Take a lock, throw away the key. All right. So okay. if I were a state senator, all of it, anytime anybody came up with a bill, any one of them, any one of these bills, you just go right on down and you grab that number and you just look at the what's the number, what's the problem we're trying to solve, what's the problem, how will we try to solve that problem as best we can. You never eliminate the problems, you just mitigate the damages. And then you just simply say, what's the num- What's the problem? What's the number? Problems and numbers. When I was a city council member uh, and Ben Yazici was a city manager, he used to get such a kick out of it. I would always say, how, like, for instance, they wanted to put in, I think it was like $750,000. They want to put a toilet in to and a shower there in front of Lake Sammamish. $750,000 into this little park. So my question was, how big's the park? They told me. And I said, how many beach blankets can we put in that section? So how many people can be in that little teeny tiny pocket beach? How many people, if you put all of them on down, what are we talking about? 20 people, 10 people, 15 people? And they said, well, we don't really know. I said, okay, let's say it's 15. So it's 15 people. We're going to have 15 people to sit in this park and we're going to put a $700,000 toilet in there. We already have a toilet 
It's called Lake Sammamish. If you want to piss, go in Lake Sammamish. We don't need to spend $700,000 for 15 people. They're going to be sitting in this little park. We don't need to spend the money. Why are we spending the money? If you have to poop, go home and poop. There's only 15 people sitting there in this little park. Let them know. We don't need to spend this money. That's what I'm going to say. And then there were people that were sitting there, the city public people waiting to talk about other stuff. And I said, quick show of hands. We already have a toilet. It's called Lake Sammamish. How many people here have ever relieved themselves in Lake Sammamish? And everybody's like sitting there. Nobody wants to say anything. I said, oh, please. Please, we don't need to spend the money to build a bathroom right there. It's unnecessary. Why are we spending the money for 15 people? How many people? How long would they possibly just do the numbers? How long are they going to sit there for? Four hours? They can't go somewhere else? Why are we spending the money? Just simply, what's the problem? What's the cost per person? Just do the math on every single one of these. So for the uh, good senator there, how much does the landlord get to keep? Does he really have that amount of money? What do we do? How will they he or she cover the cost when you reduce how much money you can charge for the pet pooping on the carpet? Did All they right. build the toilet in Lake Sammamish? Of course they did. Yeah. Nice. <laughs> <laughs> can I take my first vote? And this is a little slightly off topic. Ready for the first vote, Sherry? Yep, I'm ready. I've told this story before, but I love it. They want to spend $26,000 to bring in this thing called Triangle and Associates to teach fourth graders the importance of picking up dog poop. Andrew's already heard this story. The reason they wanted to educate fourth graders on the importance of picking up dog poop in Sammamish is because they found that fourth graders were really good at nagging parents to change behavior. Seatbelts, smoking, recycling, stuff like that. Fourth graders are good at sort of being able to articulate what the problem is and change the behavior of the parent. All right? So fourth graders, $26,000 they wanted to spend to educate fourth graders in Sammamish, right? Mm-hmm. We have a chance before voting to ask questions. Do you have any questions you'd like to ask anybody? And people are asking, you know, why fourth graders, stuff like that. I thought, <clears throat> how many piles of poop are out there right now? Are they frowny piles of poop? Or solid. It's <laughs> a good choice. So here's the problem. There's piles of poop. We're going to spend $26,000 to educate fourth graders. If we don't know how many piles are there now, how do we know that the money was effectively spent? So my recommendation was that we hire some people to go around and count piles. Count them all up. How many are there? Are there 10,000 piles of poop? 5,000. Throw the 26,000 at it and then count again the next year. Oh, look at this. We went from 10,000 piles of frowny poop down to five. So it looks like we've we've actually, we're, we have some metrics here. 26,000 reduces 5,000. So how much is this beach pile? Is it working? And you know what? Nobody asked that. There was no one that had the answer to any of those things. No one knew how many piles of poop were out there. Did it pass? Yes or no? Yes. Yes, of course it did. Five to <laughs> yeah. two. 26,000. Poo! There we go. What do we care? It's not our money. Whoa! Any idea if it had an effect, Mango Man? Oh, who knows? No, nobody knew how much pile was out there in the beginning. Yeah. All of this, all of this money, every time we voted, when I voted, I kept thinking, it's not my money. It's not my money. But 
And it's not the landlord. The landlord taking the landlord's money because, oh, he's only going to charge $150. Every single one of these bills, you have to just simply do the number on it. How many people? What does it cost? What's the output? What's the effect? Does it solve or at least mitigate the problems so that we can all live a you know peaceful life and not step and poop or have our dogs ruin the carpet? All of it. Got it? Yes. Oh, God. A lot of logic. I'm glad they built the bathroom by Sammamish, though. That's important to have. Is it really? Yes. I go to Lake Sammamish. I don't live anywhere near there, so what if I need to poop? Go home. And you know what? (laughs) Get a fourth grader to explain. You pick up your own. All right. right. (laughs) Andrew, unnecessary. Unnecessito. Unnecessito on the poopy doopy. Animal stories for you, Sherry. Here, the John Curley Sherry Elliger Show. Follow along with the hijinks at the uh, Instagram page, the John and Sherry Show. S H A R I. Is the most popular dog in Washington, or is the United States? Is the Chihuahua? Just is it Washington? Uh, it's. I think it's, it's Washington. It's in Washington. Yes. Uh-huh. Um, okay. But it also, uh, well, the French uh-huh. Bulldog is the most popular dog in the country. It finally. Uh, outdid the uh, the the lab, which was mm-hmm. I guess for something like thirty one years. The lab Labrador yeah. retrievers were the were the big ones. But yes, um, it takes up about forty nine percent of dogs in this country. It's the top dog in twenty states, including Washington. Um, uh-huh. The other ones that round up round out the rest of it in Washington: Golden Retriever, German Shepherd, French Bulldog, and Golden Doodle. Oh, Golden Doodle. I see how Instagram could have an effect upon pets that people want to get, like an owl. That's a really popular pet now. And then these these little animals, I don't even know what they are, but unbelievably cute. I was looking on Instagram like, wow, I think I want to get one of those. French bulldog the other day, I saw scare away two bears that were in somebody's backyard. The bulldog goes out there and the bear's like, whoa, what the heck? That's a popular dog. Runs away. Um, So the... Pop culture has a direct effect upon which dogs are most popular. It used to be the Jack Russell uh, Terrier was extremely popular because of shows like Frasier's and other. People see the dog. The dog is cute. Then they get the dog. So in this case, the Chihuahua, because it's small and you can carry it around. And then, you know, it's easy to have a Chihuahua. Great dogs. Super duper lovable. Live a long time. and Terrible tempers on those dogs. Some. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it's a real one dog, one person thing. Uh, by the way, they were moving off the dog thing just to get to Starbucks. They've got finally, this has become the drink that I don't know. They're selling more of these. People like these things. I think they should come with the doctor's prescription or at least some warning that when you get the Starbucks highly. What is this thing? Is the new olive oil? Is, is the olive oh, oil that... in the coffee? Yes. 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 Oh. In 1983. As a young man, I went to Italy for the first time in my life. Is this Howard Schultz? I think it is, right? And I found it's myself long. walking the streets of Milan. <laughs> I'll tell you that. And hold Vienna, on, hold on. And I discovered the Italian coffee bar, the romance of espresso, and I was swept away. And I raced back to America with a dream. Yeah. Who could have imagined that in the summer of 2022, I found myself in Sicily, and once again, I had another epiphany. Oh, an epiphany in Sicily. And what is it? (laughs) It reminded me of so many coffee farms I've seen around the world, but specifically Hacienda Alsacia in Costa Rica. Uh Uh 
of my own experience in the coffee business and never imagining that's something that has been around for thousands of years. Okay, good God. Yeah, I know. It's tedious. I think what he's going to say eventually is that he discovered that olive oil was a part of these drinks, and that's why Starbucks now. Now, this, is, this happened a few months ago. They introduced uh-huh. this in a couple of their um, stores, but now it's going to become nationwide. It's olive oil Olito. It's O-L-E-A-T-O, Olito drinks. Uh-huh. Um and we have another cut of some ladies that gave it a try. Okay. I just found out that Starbucks has a latte with olive oil. Ow, 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 ow. Oh, warning to everybody. This lady's voice, you could cause tremors. Uh, right here we go. Sorry, everybody. Listen, I'm not going to put anything in my mouth if it contains coffee, but olive oil kind of gives me the ick, and I haven't even ordered it yet. Pulled up right to the Starbucks, and look what they have on the door. That is, that's the drink we're getting. I want to try the, how do you say it, Olieto? Oh, my God. Those two women are together? Mm-hmm. I think you it's tried just it? Do that. Whatever you just said, I'll do that. And if you don't like it. They also sell, like, little bottles of the oil that they put in it. Oh, my goodness. Look at how pretty it is, okay? It's a little nutso. So it's a tall Olieto shaken espresso. Drink specifically states oat milk, but I'm, like, not the biggest fan of oat milk. No, olive oil just, like, really freaks me out. <laughs> she doesn't need coffee. Let me tell you. I don't that lady. taste it, but we'll see. We'll- Cheers. Toffee flavor is very, very strong. Oatmeal makes it very, very creamy. I can not taste the olive oil, but there is this, like, after sensation of, like, something slimy, which I'm not digging. I don't know. I don't know about this one. I, I don't know. You can kind of see the olive Wait a minute, is this three people talking or just one person and I'm having it's a just one person with oh, super cuts? Yeah, she just does real edits and oh. different oh, backgrounds. Okay, hang on. This, are we waiting for her to <laughs> Are we waiting for her to go to the bathroom in her oh, pants right this here, is? like the stains of it? I don't know. It's got like a funky taste to it. Ugh, I, yeah, I don't know. There's just something about olive oil that should not be mixed with coffee. No, nuh-uh. I'm trying hard here. I'm really trying hard to like it, okay? I but I don't I don't know. I don't know. This could be the one thing that I don't like. I can think of a lot uh, of things I don't like right now. She she didn't address <laughs> she didn't address the other thing that people are saying about this drink, which is that it is a legit laxative. Mm. And well, uh, yeah, it's oil. Combined with caffeine. Oh, that was teeny teeny. Oh, oh God, gross. Oh, oh my God. <laughs> yeah, I know potato. <laughs> Good Lord. <laughs> Teeny, see a doctor. <laughs> Sorry, go ahead. Maybe you Sorry. ought to get her one of these. Oliato. Oliato. Oh, it's a big deal right now. Yeah. The way the wind's blowing over here. Small space. Um, uh, and is this a popular drink for Starbucks? Well, it's just being launched, so I, it's hard to know whether or not it's going to do well. But wherever it did, wherever it was in test markets, it obviously did well enough for them to want to launch it nationwide. And mm. like, look at that girl said, you can also get these really small bottles of it inside. <laughs> you can make your own at home if you want to buy the olive oil. The a couple of years ago, people started putting butter in coffee. Have you heard about that? Yes, I have heard about it- that. As a form of weight loss, or it does something with the way the fats break down and stays in your body longer and then keeps you, you know, you don't eat as much. You put the butter in there, you mix it in, and they call it power coffee. Mm. Okay, Joe. All right. <laughs> it's disgusting. Jumping in on this one. No, it's like a power coffee that people say will actually help with their appetite, and they could drink one of these with the 
butter in there and they don't need another meal to like noon or something like that to be able to mix in the old butter into the coffee. It's not bad, actually. I've tried it a couple of times, but having olive oil, not exactly the best way to go, apparently, to this lady or anybody else. Remember a number of years ago, there was a a company that was making potato chips, and then they found out that the potato chips had some oil in it, and it was just it go right on through you. Yeah, um, it was called Olesta or something like that. Olestra, I believe. Olestra, right, because it was, uh, uh, rather than cooking potato chips in some sort of corn oil or in peanut oil or something like that, they were using Olestra, and oh, they thought that was going to be the... Yeah, I, okay, teeny. Uh, and then they, this stuff would just blast right through you, like both through a goose, right? So then I guess they just stopped making <laughs> those. It didn't make anybody <laughs> want to go, oh, I want to eat potato chips that caught. Okay, teeny, 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 not. All right, Sherry. We had a- uh, who's filling in for Sherry tomorrow? I said, after that? I said chips. No, I heard you. No, I did not say that. I said chips. Oh, we had the Andrew hit the dumb button. We hit the dumb button on you. What? Frantic day. Oh, Frantic day on. for the Northwest. You know me better than that. <laughs> All right. Yay, yay. What was that segment about? <laughs> <laughs> All right, um, just, mostly just, bathroom things. Just a, I just found out that Starbucks has a latte with olive oil in it. Listen, I'm down to put anything in my mouth if it drinks coffee, but olive oil? Kind of get. All right, good lord. Wow, coming in there on fumes in the last segment. Well, the people will have their say. The final say is to get a chance to write to us and uh, mynorthwest.com or come on in to the Muckleshoot Casino, teeny. I'm serious. Don't do that again. Sherry, she's doing jumping jacks, trying to get some gas worked up. Muckleshoot Casino <laughs> Resort, one 973 5476 Here we go. All right, everybody. Mailman's going to come by. This is sort of like uh, getting our grade, Sherry, to find out what people thought of the show. Mm. Okay, good. Okay. Plus, we've got our voicemail that's up and active. And Joe says, here's the first voicemail. Hey, you guys need to talk about people not paying their license tax everywhere. Ooh. Yeah, I'll tell you why. Because they're not enforcing it. Okay, here comes the mailman now. Mailman. I'm the mailman. As you can see, I'm the mailman. Don't nobody mess with me. I'm the Don't mess with him, Sherry. I'm not. Not this I'm time. Don't. I'm gonna hold back. How many mangoes? I ate too many of those mangoes. <laughs> you mean dried oh. mangoes? Oh. Not real mangoes. Oh. Uh, we'll get the letter of the day first. Take care of all the teeny. <laughs> you, you and teeny. Oh, yeah, blame it on her. <laughs> <laughs> we'll get to all the rest. Here we go. Okay, randos, mm-hmm. Doug in Mount Vernon on the gay bar raids. I wanted a slippery nipple, not an exposed nipple. Mm, good one. <laughs> Thank you, Doug. Much appreciated. Paul and Sammamish, yodeling uh, originated in Switzerland, not as Scandin- Scandinavia. Sweden is not in Switzerland. Signed, Paul and Sammamish, son of Swiss immigrants. Okay, Paul, Mr. Smarty Pants. No, okay. it was in the article. I wondered about that, too, because I'm also of Swiss descent. Uh, the Ellikers are from Ellican, Switzerland. So, yes, oh. I wondered when I read that, that <laughs> <laughs> why it said Scandinavia and not Switzerland. 
There <laughs> <laughs> we go. Move it on. Sure. Oh, um, I don't know if I can say that one. You said it once. <laughs> no, I did not. I said. <laughs> Sorry, Hee Haw. Moving on. Rachel, 425. Oh, my God. Sherry's getting tongue-tied. The booth thing while, while trying to say sweet. I'm dying. Sherry is awesome. She is okay today. Sherry is awesome. Is she okay today? Today, though, I don't give her any. Don't get her any more tongue twisters, especially if she's not uh, not her famous dog food ad. You know, emojis, when you're dyslexic and then there's emojis in the middle of the sentence, really messes you up. Okay? <laughs> I'll keep that in mind. All right. Thank you. Okay. Natalie in Olympia says, my fourth grader just perked up and said, he's asking fourth graders a question. She went closer to the speaker, listened uh -huh. real close, and then looked at me very confused. I said, what did he ask? She said, something about counting piles of poop. Huh? That's right. That's right, you fourth grader. Get out there and start counting them. Roger in, in the Upper Peninsula says, I know it's not Thursday, but this story about this coffee is making me <laughs> want a special pizza. What does that mean? Oh, oh, cocaine pizza. Yes. That's right. Yeah. Oh, I forgot about cocaine pizza with a coffee story. Sherry? Okay, this is uh, Battery Boys, Battery Boys, What You Gonna Do? Daniel in Olympia, <laughs> Olympia says, Garbage CSI, it's going to be a good show on Netflix. <laughs> Battery Boys. <laughs> Shane and Olivia, I smell a new six-figure salary for a job in Seattle. Junk battery in waste receptacle inspector, uh, number two position, including hazardous bonus, bonus pay. <laughs> Um, okay. All right. Hang on. Teeny. Read the next one, Sherry. Okay. Doug in Puyallup says, thank God we have hero garbage men who fine you if you throw batteries away. And thank God the tweakers who leave their... Fa okay. Sorry. Even I would say that was unnecessary. And it's her. They leave fentanyl needles wherever they want and drop a deuce on the sidewalk are free to continue their activities. <laughs> what is wrong with this show? I was a boy. I like playing with fireworks. Okay. Uh, Tinfoil ta uh, Taylor. Uh, Edward the 425 says, there is no way that Taylor is interested in this ugly old caveman. What? He, she's he's talking about um, I know. Boyfriend. Right. Kelsey. He's a handsome but, dude, right? Yeah, a good guy. He's, Apparently, he started a new hair, uh, uh, hairstyle trend, too. No, he's, he's cute. Uh, Tin Hat Tony says, because she sold her soul to the devil, and that's what they need to do to get everybody on their side. Wow, 360. Is there any chance Taylor Swift owes a few favors to the powers that be that control the American star-making machine? That's why she's doing it, when she doesn't need the money or publicity? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Oh. So now it is time for the letter of the day. I'll see you at the meeting. Okay, uh, John in 360, uh, this is on the EU trying to change Star Trek. Uh. Oh, no, you don't mess with the Trek. Besides, the next generation already addressed this issue with their opening. It says no one instead of no man. Also, mm -hmm. Sherry, you don't know what you're missing. You can learn a lot from Star Trek, like the Roman concept of bread and circuses. <laughs> I learned about it as a child from the classic Star Trek episode titled Bread and Circuses. Oh, yes. <laughs> I remember that one well. Leonard Nimoy was a good friend of mine. <laughs> That's scary. That's all man. I've got. That's all she wrote. Listen, 
Here's what's going to happen next. Nathan is going to talk about traffic, okay? Everyone happy with that? You guys suck. But that was unnecessary. <laughs>